I want to encourage somebody out there who's thinking about quitting and giving up. Somebody who has been praying for years for things to turn around. You're thinking about quitting. You're thinking about giving up. Don't give up. There are some times in life where you fall down and you feel like you don't have the strength to get back up. So it's like one step at a time. just want to to step out of it to step out of a, a, the, the, the whole race the whole business the the monstrosity of being alive overwhelms you we cannot deny the forces that once we attain a certain level of pleasure then we're going to get used to it but if it gets you know redirected or it doesn't happen the way we want well that's when the suffering comes You take steps in this direction, you take steps in that direction, sort of get lost along the way, and sometimes you fall down. But if I fail, I try again, and again, and again. For as long as I try, there's always that chance of getting up. And it's not the end until you've given up. And just the fact that you're here should persuade you that you have another chance to get back up. There's still hope. Where is there happiness? Well, happiness is found within, within the heart, or found within the whole world, everything and nothing. It's not in one particular thing, but it's in everything. I know how it feels to have a broken heart, and I know how it feels to be alone. But I just want you to know that it's not the end. You're thinking about quitting. You're thinking about giving up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Stay in it. Stay focused. got to reevaluate and attack life again and it's it's tough it's hard you know it's like being knocked back almost even though you're successful it's like being pushed back again yeah whether you win or you lose the depression still sets in right yeah yeah the number of uh teens gen zers 20 somethings suffering from uh depression and anxiety and loneliness loneliness is through the roof this is one of the biggest issues that they're dealing with on college campuses We rise to our maximum potential when we're of service to others. Going back to anxiety, going back to depression, going back to loneliness, I truly believe that's the answer. That's the way out of any kind of mental illness. It's like, I'm going to make myself a better person. I'm going to make the world a better place. And everything that I'm doing, I've got these two chariots, and I'm going down this road, or I'm going down this road, or I'm going down both together. I've been there a lot. 
in my life, uh, especially before my car accident, my teenage years. Uh, then the first woman I ever loved, we had a big breakup, and that breakup sent me down in depression and suicidal planning. And uh, it's tough to dispense advice to people other than get help. And I'll share why, because that time in my life, I had so many people coming up to me. You know, my friends would come into my dorm room, Brendan, let's go do something. And you just, there's just the, the hope is lost. And what people, I think, made the mistake of trying to do is hype people up. Everything's gonna be okay, you're gonna be great. And what people need who are suicidal is serious psychological intervention. They need to seek support and help. And outside of that, when they do get that support, the first thing a great therapist is going to do, outside of the emotional reflection work of why are you here and what has caused this sort of pattern for you, they're going to get you starting to get some momentum. The, the most important thing is when you are super down, outside of finding that emotional reasoning for where you are, is to start getting momentum. Because with momentum comes hope. With momentum comes motivation. With momentum comes, uh, uh, you know, that feeling that there's a reason for tomorrow. And so it's as simple as just saying, okay, what are three things I'm going to do today? And I don't mean that like a lot of personal development guys would say like, what are your three big goals for the day? Arr! I'm like, dude, sometimes that first goal is sh I'm going to shower today. I'm really going to shower today. Uh, I'm going to walk to the library. I'm going to come home. And that's all they got. Like literally, that's all they got. And you got to honor that struggle when you're in that place, like know that where you're at, it is okay that you're there. And now you're gonna need help. And now you're gonna have to set up some daily practices just every day, win a little bit. Not like win your dreams, not like crush through goals, not like be a badass, not like, no. Just momentum, man. You know, I, most of the guys I've dealt with in that position who were suicidal, um, outside of their therapeutic work, I said, the most important thing you can do is win the morning. I don't want to ever be flippant with the advice to people who are dealing with that situation outside of get some help, get some momentum, and be okay if that momentum is really small because it will build. Trust that that momentum builds and trust that those gloomy and bad, dark days, trust that those are going to be there. They'll get less and less and less as you learn how to cope, but they're going to be there. And so when they're there, it's one of the, my, I mean, outside of teaching people to bring the joy in my life, I teach people to honor the struggle. Honor the difficulty. When we honor the struggle instead of hate the struggle, we can really achieve extraordinary things because our mindset's in the right place. It accept like as soon as you honor the struggle, you accept that, oh of course, there should be struggle here. I should I should honor this process. When you go to the gym to work out, you like honor that this is gonna be hard and it honor that process of getting better. And the more that you bring honor to it, the more your psyche builds with strength and you get a little bit of that esteem back. Because you see yourself engaging something versus avoiding it and running away. You see yourself connecting with something and giving it reverence. You're like, like I have reverence for the difficulties of life. They may be better. So I, I don't want a friction-free life. I'm not interested in it. You know, the 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 I, I like to say sometimes that you know the journey to greatness begins the moment that our you know, deep desires for comfort and ease 
are overpowered by our desires to connect and contribute. I mean, because I look at veterans in the past. It was, you know, I think in World War II, it was called shell shock. It was all these different things, but it was not acknowledged in the way that it is now. But I think it needs to be talked about more. I think the more things are talked about, the more comfortable we are, and the more we can understand them. Uh, when I woke up one morning and saw that in a tweet that Prince Harry came out talking about his depression, it made me really happy. Because I've been places and someone has said, well, you lost an arm and a leg, so you had a right to be depressed. And I stopped him. I was like, depression is real. You don't, you don't even have to go through something traumatic. Some are caused by, you know, something traumatic. Some can be a, a chemical imbalance in the brain. And I feel like if you had heart problems and saw a cardiologist, well, Everyone would be concerned about you. Would know you're doing better, and it would be open and honest with the crew, anybody you no work stigma, with. Not yeah, weird. but the most complicated organ in your body. If you have a problem with it, suddenly there's a. We don't want to talk about that. No, and you can get over it, and that's what people need to realize. You can be cured. You can get past it. That's what we need to need to realize. You know, the reason I did it is because when I was in my depression, I thought I was alone. I didn't open up to anybody. So I thought someone's going to read this and it's going to help them. So I just, as nervous as I was about the book, I kept thinking that one person is going to read it. Well, now it's open up this dialogue and I'll go and I'll speak and we'll do Q&A and people want to talk about it. I gave a speech in Florida and it was, it was an older crowd. And it was just, like I was going to say, it was, they were old. And I... I speak what's on my heart mm. and I gave my speech and as I was closing, I kind of mentioned some depression because I was, I was coming out of the winter months and I, it hit me again this past winter and I went and saw the doctor and so it was on my mind and it came up and as I was saying, I thought this generation of people probably aren't connecting to what I'm saying. When I walked off the stage and they lined up, the amount of people that thanked me we're talking about mental health. And here I was, I thought they didn't want to hear. I thought I was stepping out of line. No, it needs to be talked about because it's it's not just this generation. It's people are realizing more and more that it's an issue. Right. And the more we talk about it, the easier it is for people to be honest with themselves and get the help they need.